This is Tech Talk with your host, Tom Dioria. Tom will spend the next hour making your life with technology a little easier with explanations of the different aspects of today's technology and how it can benefit your home, small office, or enterprise. Now here's your host, Tom Dioria. Welcome to IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom Dioria, and it's Sunday, July 11, 2014. We're live from our New York offices, and we're going to have a really interesting show for you. We're going to talk about the cloud. We're going to talk about one-stop shopping, and our guest is Michael Gold, and he's got a, a really strong background in all aspects of IT, and when we read the intro, you'll see that. And I want to give you a little background on uh, what we're all about. We provide you with a review of last week's most significant events in technology. We start their increased coverage of technology events in New York City and around the world. Uh, one of our guests followed us with many aspects of business and industry. And if you wish us to consider a topic for a future show, you can email your suggestions to Tech Talk. That's T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K and IMI-US.com. We'll get back to you pretty quickly. Anytime after our show introduction, please give us a call or send an email message with questions on today's topic or anything else we might be able to help you with. You can call 277-KFNX, that's 277-5369. And if you're outside the 602 listening area, call us toll-free at 1-866-536-1100. You can use that uh, email address I gave you, techtalk at imi-us.com. We monitor that throughout the show. And if we can't get your question on today's show, we'll definitely send you an answer and uh, possibly get the question on next week's show. We're also being simulcast on the web, so if you can't get to your radio and you want to listen to us live, you can go to KFNX's website, which is 1100kfnx.com. And if you want to listen to this show again or any of our previous shows, uh, you can go to our website, which is imi-us.com. On uh, the upper right-hand corner is the Tech Talk button. Click on that. All the shows are there. They're archived. You can download them, send them to your friends, listen to them as many times as you want. It's free. So please take advantage of that, and please call in any time during the show, and we'll try and get you on as quickly as possible. First segment is our Week in Review. It's our increased coverage of technology events in New York City and around the world. It's compiled by Dan Dioria, Dave Brandon, and Jose Batista. And the New York Post tells us a bunch of regular Joes, including teachers, firefighters, and even a spacesuit designer will moonlight as hacks for a ride-sharing app called Lyft, L-Y-F-T, while the service is illegal in the Big Apple. More than 500 people will drive for Lyft, which is launching in Brooklyn and Queens without proper certification from the Taxi and Limousine Commission. The app is used in 65 other cities, such as San Francisco and Chicago. Since Lyft drivers are not licensed by the Taxi and Limousine Commission, they risk having their cars seized, as well as steep fines for working as illegal cabbie. Anyone offering a ride for money without a TLC license is subject to a $600 penalty, as well as $185 in tow freeze. Second uh, time offense is $800, and three offenses or more illegal hacks are slapped with a $1,000 penalty. But the company says the city's regulations don't apply to ride-sharing apps. The TLC asked Lyft to uh, work with the agency to make uh, sure they follow the law that protect the public before they launch. Lyft will be the first ride-sharing app ever used in New York City. So we're going to follow that and see whether or not, in fact, this turns out to be a debacle, or the city does, in fact, work with them. So 
Associated Press tells us the state's uh, highest court ruled that local cyberbullying law is overbroad and violates constitutional free speech protections, noting that the First Amendment protects annoying and embarrassing speech. The Court of Appeals, which is the highest court in New York, uh, ruling concerned the case of a high school student who anonymously posted photographs of fellow students on Facebook along with personal details and offensive descriptions of their supposed sexual behavior. The teen was charged with violating a 2010 Albany County anti-cyberbullying law that makes it a misdemeanor to post embarrassing or sexually explicit photos of personal, false, or sexual information that is intended to harass, annoy, threaten, abuse, taunt, intimidate, torment, humiliate, or otherwise inflict significant emotional harm. The court ruled that while the teen's actions were repulsive and harmful, the county law is overly broad. So that'll be interesting to follow where that goes. And the county plans to rewrite the law to address the court's concerns. So we'll see what they come back with. They take out just one of those words. Uh, Wall Street Journal tells us that IBM has pledged to spend $3 billion over five years on semiconductor research, a move to reassure customers that technology underlying IBM's hardware and software businesses will keep advancing. The computer giant said the money will be directed toward two major tasks, tackling uh, technical obstacles to miniaturize, miniaturization of circuitry on conventional silicone chips and developing alternative materials and technologies to keep boosting company computing speed while consuming less energy. They spent $6.2 billion on research and development last year. Uh, its latest plans are essentially maintain its current spending levels on chip research rather than increase them. This is going to be good for Westchester County, New York, where uh, IMI is based uh, because it's going to uh, increase the number of jobs here. Okay, Google, Dropbox, and a few other companies have come up with new ways to help defend themselves against patent trolls. I bet you didn't know there were patent trolls. Or they, a patent troll is a non-practicing entity uh, companies that buy up old patents and try to monetize them by accusing others of infringement. They usually request uh, a one-off licensing fee uh, to end a lawsuit, something uh, many companies reluctantly pay because it's cheaper than going to court and paying law court fees and all your lawyers and stuff. In an attempt to stop it, six high-tech companies have banded together in an attempt uh, to launch license on transfer network or a lot network. Members of LotNet retain full ownership and licensing rights of their patents, but they agree to provide each other with a royalty-free license should any of the patents ever be sold. That means if Dropbox, for instance, sells a patent on data storage to a third party, Google and the other members will first receive a license to the technology. That should insulate them from any lawsuits brought by the patent's new owner. Besides Google and Dropbox, the launch members include SAP, Canon, Asana, and Newegg. They hope the agreement will reduce the nuisance of patent trolling. Uh, the group is offering membership to other technology companies. So if you're a big technology company, you may take, want to take advantage of that. The Computer Language for Everyman is an interesting article that we saw in the Wall Street Journal. And it's about uh, 50 years ago. Dartmouth, two professors, invented a language called BASIC, which I'm sure 
unless you're my age, you never heard of. And it was a new era of accessing computing, and it's pretty interesting. So I suggest that uh, you uh, Google that uh, and check it out. It's a pretty interesting history, and it'll give you a little uh, idea of where all this technology that we're using today started. Okay, let's see. We have a couple of other things I want to quickly get to before we uh, end it. Consumer Reports, you can go to their website, which is Consumer Report Orgs, did some uh, Summer technology articles, um, water-resistant phones, Sony Xperia Z1S and the Samsung Galaxy uh, S5. It says prices vary by carrier and plan, but the sleek phones are designed to survive a 30-minute dunk in about 5 and 3 feet of water, respectively, and laugh off wind-swept sand. The cameras work underwater, so you can take pictures and videos that, of that school of fish. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Waterproof camera, the Nikon Coolpix AW120, cost $300. Uh, scuba divers and klutzes rejoice. This rugged camera is designed to be waterproof to a depth of 59 feet. So uh, hopefully you won't be swimming in 59 feet of water uh, without some other kind of gear. And the ebook reader, Amazon Kindle Paperwhite with special offers, cost $120. You love to read on the beach and leave the tablet at home and pack an ebook reader. The Kindle has excellent readability in all kinds of light, which is obviously important. And finally, the three, 13 cent solution be prepared to protect your gear. 9% of those. Surveyed said the gadget got wet while they were outdoors or on vacation, and 19% said it got dirty or sandy. There are many pricey waterproof cases, but they found that a quart-sized hefty slider bag with a zipper does just as well as keeping salt, grit, and water away from your device. And food storage bags cost 10 to 13 cents each. Bag gadgets should float as long as there's air inside the bag, and you can talk on the phone or read text through the clear plastic. Okay, so we're going to take a break. This is uh, Tom Diori on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. It's the 13th of July, 2014. We're going to come back and talk to you about the cloud, managing your IT through one-top shop with our guest, Michael Gold. So please stay tuned. We're going to be right back after these messages. Welcome back to IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom Diori. It's the 13th of July, 2014. And as I promised you before the break, we're going to talk about manage your IT through a one-stop shop. And our guest is uh, Michael Gold. And uh, Mike is Intermedia's president, leading the organization with a focus on profitability, growing the company through an increasing broader set of cloud services. Uh, Mike joined Intermedia in May of 2011 as part of the company's acquisition by leading private equity firm Oak Hill Capital Partners. Uh, he has uh, held a variety of other executive roles in the industry, including CEO of software company Vicorp and Senior Vice President of Quest Communications, uh, where Mike had P&L responsibility for the Internet products, businesses, and launched Quest Cyber Center Data Center and hosting businesses. Uh, he earned a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from the University of Illinois and an MBA from Stanford. Mike, thanks for taking the time to be with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Tom. 
We've covered this on our show, but just for those listeners that either weren't paying attention, weren't listening, can can you, or just don't know, can you tell us what the cloud is from your perspective? Because I know it has a lot of different meanings depending on who you talk to. Sure, and I'll try to I'll try to keep it um, uh, basic. Uh, traditionally. Uh, you use local software and local equipment like servers and PCs to do all of your computing. What the cloud does, it allows you to store and access data and programs over the Internet instead. So that's a pretty simple solution, and I think one that gets right to the point. And a lot of our listeners are small businesses. Can you, can you tell us, take that another step forward and how it enables them or can enable them? Sure. So the cloud, uh, the cloud enables small businesses to, one, save money. So now the business doesn't have to purchase hardware anymore. No more PCs. Um, no more servers if they don't want. Everything can be done um, in the cloud. No more big investments in storage. Um, no need to hire um, staffs of IT um, personnel. Um, no need to buy software licenses and deal with the constant upgrades of software. Um, uh, no need to pay maintenance fees on that software. With the cloud, you save, you save money, you save upfront capital, and you only pay as you need it. Um, it also provides better mobility. Now, what we're seeing all, with our customer base, virtually everybody does work on their mobile devices, whether it's a smartphone, an iPad, an Android device. And with the cloud, um, the, um, the employees, the users have access to information easily from any of those devices as well as from their PCs. And, and, and yet another benefit is the cloud provides access to higher-grade IT services. Today, the smallest of companies five-person business can have Fortune 50 company-level IT at an incredibly low cost. The latest and greatest software always available, 24-7 support. And the, the, the traditional way of doing things, you don't get these types of benefits. Now, is the, is the cost scalable? In other words, if I am a four- or five-person business, is it going to cost me less to use the cloud than if I'm a... 30 or 40 or 200 or 2,000 person business? Like anything, it depends on who you're buying from. But most cloud providers would give a volume discount. So as you buy more, your costs go down. Um, what can go up, though, of course, is how do you manage all of that? So as you add more and more cloud services, um, what we found is we, 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 um, did a, a recent study, and, and there was an outside firm, Osterman Research, that did a study that um, learned across small, medium businesses, they average 14 to 15 um, cloud applications for those businesses that have moved to the cloud. So as a company gets even larger, the number of applications increase. Managing all of those adds another layer of cost beyond just the subscription fee that you're providing. So having the right approach um, to bring all that together to manage that well. Um, uh, if you do that well, you can keep your costs down. If you don't, of course, it's going to increase. So I guess there are two basic starting points. One is I'm a business that either hasn't been in the cloud or didn't have much computing capability, and I'm going to start basically from scratch. 
So that's one scenario. And the other scenario is I already have my own server racks and technology staff. Let's take the second one first. Is it easy to port my stuff? Well, let's start completely from the beginning. How do I pick a vendor? Good question. So if You know, most of our customers, you know, at at Intermedia, we provide a broad suite of cloud services across most of the core IT categories. And what we find is most of our customers have, as you've said, uh, racks of servers. They have made investments in software and systems. Now, as they move to the cloud, they have to look across the landscape of vendors. And there are great vendors who provide point solutions the best email solution, the best toasted uh, phone system solution, the uh, various security vendors attacking each and every form of security that, that you need to worry about. So the typical approach is you do some research online, you meet with salespeople, you, uh, you bring them in-house, you test it to determine which product you want. Then you have this big planning cycle. Okay, how do I move from where I am today to the cloud? Moving the data, training the people on how to use this different approach, getting the applications integrated with each other. These are major challenges. So it, there, are, there, are, there are a lot of steps involved, in, in, and it can be tough if you don't do it the right way. I guess later we'll discuss the role of, of getting help to do this if you really you know, a novice, but you want your five-person company to look like a, a, a really large company. Tell us what your, what your perspective from your vantage point of the current situation uh, in IT management. Is that a fair question? There's a huge transformation on the way, as, 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 as we, were, we were just discussing. There's the traditional way of doing things, which most businesses still do their IT that way where they have hardware, they have servers, they have uh, purchased um, uh, licenses for various types of applications. As they move to the cloud, they need to go through this transition and they need to, um, uh, they, they need to pick their vendor and they need to do that migration. So we have this huge transformation going underway. Those who have already made it or who are in the process of making it are now presented with many challenges. And, and those who are fully embraced as much, they may have 14, 15, if they're larger, 30, 40 different cloud applications. Our company alone has uh, 45 different cloud applications that we use beyond the applications that we provide on our own. We run our finance. We run our HR. We search for new uh, employees. We manage our expenses. We do our CRM, all with different cloud applications. If you're in charge of IT at a company and you have to deal with all these, it's, you, you need tools to do it. You need help to do it. So just because you're moving to the cloud and you get all these great benefits of saving uh, money, not having to buy hardware anymore, and enhancing the ability for your employees to work um, in a mobile manner on their mobile device or in different locations from home or outside of the office, having higher-grade applications with the latest and greatest software. Those are all great benefits, but it does still have challenges if you don't do it right. As you have more and more of these applications, your employees now need to sign on to each and every one of these applications. They need to memorize multiple passwords, multiple login information. 
you need to help them manage that when they forget their passwords, if they if they lose their mobile device and and they haven't protected it, there are big security um, concerns for that. So while the cloud provides many benefits, it also has these types of challenges. We'll get more into these uh, challenges after the break. We're talking to uh, Michael Gold, who's the president of Intermedia, and when we come back from the break, we'll find out a little bit more about what Intermedia does. Tom DiOrio, we're on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. It's the 13th of July, 2014. Please stay tuned. We're going to be right back after the national news. Welcome back to IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom DiOre. It's July 13, 2014, and we're talking to uh, the president of Intermedia, Michael Gold, about managing your IT through a one-stop shop. And speaking of one-stop shop, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Intermedia is all about? Sure. Um, uh, so Intermedia provides a broad and tightly integrated suite of cloud IT services. We sell our services directly to small and medium businesses under the Intermedia brand, as well as through a giant network of 5,000 um, IT firms, uh, value-added resellers, managed service providers, as well as many telcos who uh, provide our suite of services, oftentimes under their brand, but we're providing that in the background. The services we offer include Microsoft Exchange for email, um, a hosted PBX service to moving your phone system to the cloud, all integrated together. We provide uh, SecureSync for file syncing and sharing, App ID for single sign-on and managing all of the, um, uh, the, the, the login and sign-on for employees of a business. We provide a suite of security services, backup, and more. Before the break, we were talking about how an organization gets into using the cloud. Besides providing the services, whether it's direct or indirect, do you provide, I mean, the hardware and and basic software services, do you provide assistance in helping these companies uh, get up and going, uh, transferring their stuff over, or is that something that they have to do themselves or find somebody to help them with? Everything we offer is in the cloud other than if you buy our um, cloud phone system, our hosted PBX system, um, we will provide you with your phones. You need a specialty phone called an IP phone to use a system like this. Um, And so we do provide that. Other than that, um, the services we offer are accessible from your mobile phone, your smartphone, your um, iPad, um, your PC um, all running in the cloud, accessed via the via the internet. As as our customers come on board to our platform, we have a team of people. We call them the cloud concierge team. And what the cloud concierge team does is they leverage a um, number of proprietary um, tools that we have developed to make it very easy uh, for our customers to move from wherever they are today to our services so that they can get the great benefits of the services we offer so that they can save money, have better services all integrated together, but not have to uh, worry about the pain and suffering that oftentimes go, that oftentimes happens when uh, when a business uh, 
upgrades or changes its IT. So it is a one-stop shop. I mean, I can come to you and and get every IT item that I would need to make my business uh, successful. Does that include the apps? Because every business um, yeah, is going to so have when, a different need of apps, right? When you come to Intermedia, you no longer have to go out and buy licenses for software. You no longer have to go out and buy um, storage equipment or servers. All of that comes uh, with our price for the you know, a monthly fee per user, per application. Oftentimes we sell our services in bundles called Office in the Cloud where you get this large suite out of the box. Everything works well together. We help you get on board. We help you learn how to use it. Um, we provide support people who are on available 24 by 7, 365 uh, days a year, answer the phone, solve your problem on the phone um, while you're there. And in addition, we have um, these 5,000 partners who are also trained to do all the things that I just mentioned. In, in many cases, what we find is small, medium businesses are using an outside IT firm to help them with their IT. Um, in the past, they've bought that server. They've bought that software. These IT firms have helped them do the implementation projects. And now, as the world's moving increasingly to the cloud, We've provided all of these IT firms with a platform um, to manage all of this, to m- help make that transition, to manage this on an ongoing way. And so we we help the small, medium businesses make this transition to the cloud, either by dealing directly with our team or with one of our partners. Do you find a reluctance of some of these companies that do have their own IT shop uh, because they do have this large investment in hardware and applications, you know, giving that up? It is absolutely sometimes the case, but as the more sophisticated customers um, explore it, as well as even those who may not um, have much knowledge of technology, they quickly realize that the benefits far away that fixed uh, um, sunk cost investment that they've already made. Um, uh, putting aside um, the the investment that they've made, just operating our uh, on on our platform versus the traditional way typically saves a customer over seventy percent of what they were spending before. That's amazing. So I mean, much less costly to um, run IT services in the cloud, which is why um, the the world seems to be moving in this direction. In addition, it's just better. It works better for the mobile workforce. It's more secure. Um, uh, customers get the latest and greatest versions of software, and it all works together. Very few small businesses have 20 applications all integrated together, working well together, constantly being upgraded. That's you know even the Fortune 50 companies don't have that. And with the cloud, particularly if you're buying from a company like Intermediate, you get that. So even if I have a whole bunch of apps that I'm running now, just based on that, I would think that's a a significant savings there because I assume you're getting an economy of scale when you bundle uh, the service to those vet, to those companies that are that are your customers. I mean, it's got to cost a lot less than them going out individually and buying a, a specific application or you know ten or twenty packages, probably a whole bunch that they don't need. That's right. What many businesses have done who have, you know, really do understand the uh, the value that the cloud brings is they've gone out and they've bought dealing with, let's say, 
15 different vendors. They've had to figure out which vendor they want to deal with. That takes a while. They have to negotiate the deal. They have to um, move their um, company from wherever they are today to that cloud vendor for that specific application. They've got a certain user interface um, that they need to learn. As they manage, if you're the IT person managing, um, uh, you, you typically get what's called the control panel to manage as you add a new employee, as you add a new mobile device, as you set up certain permissions, um, and so on for that particular application. Now, imagine having to do that for 15 applications, all with a different way of doing it. Now you add a new employee, now you've got to go through all 15 and do that over again just for that one employee, and then they have a new mobile device, and now you have to do that again, and now somebody leaves, and you have to make a change there, and then you um, have some new feature that's added, and it doesn't work with that other application. You've got to worry about that. I can go on and on and on. What I'm trying to um, uh, add color to is this issue that these businesses face. And, and as the company gets bigger and as even more employees, more mobile devices, um, more applications, it just gets compounded. And so having fewer vendors to deal with, fewer user interfaces, fewer control panels, fewer support organizations, fewer builds just makes life easier. Small, medium businesses typically don't have a big enough team to handle all of this. So while the cloud provides terrific benefits, you don't uh, set yourself up smartly, you may make your uh, life even more complicated. Sounds like I'd be spending a lot more time providing the basic fundamentals of me doing business than actually focusing on my business. But with that thought, we're going to take a break. We're talking to Michael Gold, who's the president of Intermedia. Uh, we're talking about managing your IT through a one-stop shop on saving up to 70% of your current IT costs. This is Tom Dioria on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. It's July 13, 2014. We're going to take a break, and we're going to get back to uh, Michael Gold and tell you a little bit more about uh, one-stop shopping in the cloud. Please stay tuned. Welcome back to IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom Dioria. We're talking to Michael Gold, who's the president of Intermedia, talking about manager IT through a one-stop shop, which is basically the cloud. And we're talking about apps before the break. So can you tell us what are some of the uh, specific cloud apps that are causing problems uh, with businesses? One that immediately comes to mind is Dropbox. It is a great product. It's one of the first cloud apps that uh, many people used. It allows you to store all of your files and your photos and easily share them with people. Great service, great consumer service. What happened was many businesses started having employees bringing that in and using that instead of a corporate file server to manage their files and to back up their files and to share their files with their work colleagues and other people that they do work with outside of their company. Makes it very easy, but creates a huge risk because now there's really no security and there's no permission controls. For example, 
Imagine you are at a company and you are sharing a folder that has all of your customer contacts and all of your financial data. And now 10 people are sharing that folder and one person leaves. There's really no good way to know that, to take that person off of all of their shared folders because it hasn't really been set up in that way. Now, companies like Dropbox and others are doing things to fix that with different versions of the software, but that's just one example of a consumer product that was out there, that is out there, that's widely used both by consumers as well as by businesses. And so getting business versions of these types of products um, is very important. Another example would be, um, and another way to, to, to solve that is to have things like identity and access management, oftentimes called single sign-on. So these are applications that allow you to have all your employees sign on to one time securely and then have access to all of their applications. And the beauty of this approach is that the person at a company who cares about IT and ensuring the security of their corporate data can know that um, these all of my work applications are being accessed this way. I know who's using what. If somebody leaves, with one click, I can um, stop their access to all of my work applications. There are other, other benefits beyond that, but um, you know that, that absolutely addresses the, um, the access problem. Now, is that something that uh, when an organization like Intermedia helps me uh, either from scratch or when I'm migrating over, is that the kind of help that you would advise me on to basically have that, that level of control so individuals aren't jeopardizing the integrity of my system? Absolutely. So we have a product called Intermedia App ID, APP ID. Um, it is a single sign-on product. You sign on one time. We have an extra layer of security that you know some many of our customers like, which actually when you sign on, you then immediately get a, um, a, a six-digit code that's sent to your cell phone that you then enter so that we can confirm that it's truly you. It's an extra bit of safety, which most applications don't have, but becomes really important if you're going to have just one login for all of your applications. It just gives that extra set of control. So, yes, our, our, our customers use this service, and our customers also use a product called SecureSync, which think of it as a product that's very similar to Dropbox in terms of file syncing and sharing across all your devices, mobile, PC, um, but has all these types of business controls and security that are really required to uh, required for businesses to do this. I gather there's a good possibility of companies losing financially because of, of issues like this, no? Yeah, absolutely. So there are there are a number of hidden costs associated with managing uh, multiple cloud applications from multiple vendors. Um, one, um, you've got multiple um, support organizations that you have to deal with. So that takes time when you have to solve a problem. You got to call twelve different um, companies because you have some issue and you don't know where it exists. Versus calling one who can handle um, all your needs across twelve apps. It's certainly easier to do the latter rather than the former. Um, two, integrating all these different apps. While you move 15 app uh, applications to the cloud, 
with 15 different vendors is certainly going to save you money on each of those applications versus trying to do it in-house on your own servers and software with your own people. Um, yes, you save money by moving to the cloud, but now that you have 15 and you've got to integrate them all together, that adds a, another layer of complexity and cost. Um, you have more bills to manage when you move to 15 different vendors. You have more vendors to manage. And so you know, if you can simplify that by having fewer, that's certainly better. Um, this this sounds like a no-brainer to everybody, um, especially with the, the savings that, that you mentioned up front. Um, can you give, uh, as I guess as a wrap-up, um, what you feel small businesses can do to increase their productivity and take advantage uh, of the technology? Uh, I mean, obviously it sounds like the cloud is, a, is the solution for that, but are there specific tips that you, know, you can give us or give our listeners that uh, will help them move forward? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, Tom, I, I absolutely can. So, so n- number one, um, you know, I, I strongly recommend consolidating providers. I've said it a, a number of times in our in our interview today. Finding a one-stop shop provide your services for email, for your phone, for file sharing and syncing, for um, web conferencing and voice conferencing, for your security applications, for your archiving, for your mobile uh, mobility, and so on. One-stop shop, consolidating those is certainly better. And if you can't get them all on one vendor, fewer vendors than dealing with uh, with 15 different companies. Um, it's far easier. One vendor to manage, one control panel for users, services, and devices, one password to remember, one bill to pay, one phone number for support. The second thing I would recommend is centralizing access. Having something like single sign-on, allowing users to access all of their cloud applications with one secure password. It makes it easier for employers to use their apps. It makes it easier for IT to manage the apps, and it uh, reduces security risks. And then number three, and I'll say it again, scale back your apps. Conduct conduct an audit uh, across your company and see what applications your customers are using. Uh, as uh, I gave the example earlier of Dropbox, um, find out whether there are applications like that that are being used for um, uh, for, for work, uh, storing um, confidential work information, um, opening your company to security risks, combining fewer similar apps, um, slashing your cloud footprint also is a good example. You don't need three different file syncing and sharing services. You don't need um, multiple email vendors. You should choose one, um, embrace that, and focus uh, your company on using one vendor per app. If our listeners want to follow up with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, our website is intermedia.net, I-N-T-E-R-M-E-D-I-A.net, and our contact information is on there, as well as um, information on all of our products and services. You can order our services online or uh, by contacting our sales department, where we have technical experts who can help you as you make the move to the cloud to realize the and, benefits that we and have. And one last question. I assume your intermedia is national and international, so if our, since the cloud is 
all over pervasive? Is that a good assumption? It is. We focus our sales and marketing uh, in North America and in the uh, UK and Australia. However, we have customers in 190 countries around the world. We have 60,000 business customers, 5,000 channel partners. Um, we're, we're, we're quite a large provider. We're the world's largest provider of Exchange email, other than Microsoft themselves, and we're the largest provider in the world of a broad, tightly integrated suite of uh, cloud IT services. Michael Gold, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. We really appreciate it. Tom, thank you. Enjoy the discussion. I want to thank Terry Ruggiero, I am Vice President, Dave Brandon, Dan Diori, and Jose Batista for the Week in Review. Taylor Renz, our producer, Matt Campagni is our executive producer. And without Robert Bomback and the KFNX AM 1100 production department, you wouldn't hear a word we say. It keeps me honest. Thanks again for listening, and please don't forget to tune into Tech Talk next week at 6 p.m. in New York on KFNX AM 1100. And remember to send us your suggestions for future shows or ask us questions by sending an email to techtalk at imi-us.com. Have a great week, and thanks again for listening.